1: That's comte-usa.com.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kara Warren. And today on the show, we'll speak to a Comte dairy farmer and producer, Jean-Francois Marmier a.k.a. Taz. He's from the Jura region and farms in Beauvron with his brother and another farmer. The farm has been in his family for at least 100 years. Taz also holds a degree in agricultural studies and farm management. And another special note, he at one point worked at a conte fruiterie, as well as an assistant cheesemaker, as well as the sellers with a well-known affineur. Lastly, he also worked all over the world, surveying cheese production in places like Tasmania, Turkey, and the U.K., Taz, bienvenue to Cutting the Curd. Yep, yep. Hello, Kara. Excellent. Uh, we're we're very happy to have you here. Um, my very first question question to you, and I know we're, you're in France, so uh, I, I hope every all of the technology is working here, but we're trying our best. Um, <laughs> I wanted to ask you the very first thing was, uh, Conte is one of the first cheeses to obtain an AOC, AOP designation. It, it received it in 1958. Uh, Why do you think it's so important for Conte to have a PDO, AOC, AOP status?
3: Well, uh, it's very important. It's fundamental to have uh, the recognition of uh, all what we have done. And the AOP, as you said, is the highest standard of recognition in terms of a place with the origin, recipe, practice, and all standards that we used to do and now everything is written down. That's the advantage of the AOP that you can show, you can prove what you've done by the past. And it's very important in terms of recognition of what all we've done and the final quality of it.
2: And and one thing I, I love about AOP designation is it, it says it must be made in the Jura region uh, and the milk and the breed must be a certain type. Can you tell us a little, a little more about that? Yes, the,
3: the AOP. What is very important to understand for everyone first is the AOP is led by, with the standards, by the committee board. Okay, it's not a, a weed of obscure organization who which tell us what to do. It's our committee board which give us the direction and first the place where we are allowed, so in the Jura Mountain on few counties. Let's say as well the use of the breed of a pati cow. We like the other cows, (laughs) there is no problem with it, but they can stay in their place and we have to use the mobiliar cows. We have to let them to pasture to graze on a minimum one hectare per year in average. And the food has to be either grass or either dry grass, such as hay, first cut, and second cut, and with a very strict, limited of outside feeding, both on a farm.
2: I see. And, and, and for your farm, um, how many cows do you manage, and, and how long have you been working your farm?
3: So on a farm, like in our village, we, had, we have five farms. And on our farm, we raise about 100 dairy cows for a total amount of 240 animals on about 200 uh, hectares, which is probably about 450, 500 acres. And uh, uh, personally, on a farm for uh, about 25 years, OK, and um, took over uh, the share of uh, my old man, my dad, 20, 25 years ago. Wow.
2: And, and how does it feel to be back as a, a Conte farmer producer?
3: Ah, that's which is very, very important for us. It's why the meaning of the definition of our work is really farmer producer of Conte because we have our cheese dairy or fruitière. And we own those cheese dairies as a cooperative system with our fellow colleague farmers. And it's very important for us to own the cheese dairy, to bring our milk and to know the destination, which is Comté. So that's very, very important to manage that, to decide for what we do, and then to have this direct relationship with the affineur for the maturing of. Uh, like likes to say, Mr. Conte, if you allow me. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of
2: course. And uh, the fruiterie and in, in its importance, could you explain, that? Is that where the cheese, where the Conte is made? How do you choose the fruiterie?
3: Absolutely, Cara. And uh, I mean, in our village, we have a little cheese dairy in our village, so there is no choice. But nevertheless, as you said, you can choose. Unfortunately, you don't really engage yourself for such a long time, so you can have the luxury to take your milk to another cheese dairy. But usually, you, you, your milk goes to the nearest cheese dairies, and then, in according what you can or your capacity to store, Mr. Conte is going to the affiner. But again, it's very important to have this uh, contact with the cheesemaker the cheese dairy, because every day the milk is changing. Please bear in mind we work with raw milk, so it's changing all the times. So it's never the same work every day for the cheesemaker. And then every month we go to taste our conte to to um, to classify and to get a percentage of quality, because it's definitely it's going to it's going to give the level of payment we're gonna get, so it's very, very important.
2: Right, and and in determining age for a conte, you and I discussed this once. You said mm-hmm. uh, a person should not always buy conte by age; it's by flavor. Could you tell me more about that?
3: Yep, um, we communicate a lot. We spend quite a big budget about communication and ads, and uh, by sometimes communicating a bit too much years ago about the aging. People were thinking maybe too easily, too simply. Older it is, better it is. And little by little, by tasting, by studying, we did develop, we did explain, we did find out that really every Conte has its own personality because it's different from one cheese dairy to another one. It doesn't matter the age of Mr. Conte. Of course, legislation, standard imposes those four months of maturing minimum, but then you can taste many contes at six months, at ten months, with different flavor, with different intensity. It's one when people come to buy, they buy a particular aromatic profile of a particular conte in a village, which will be different with another village. Because we keep those daring area, we don't mix the milk from one place to another place because we must not forget Amongst all the standards we we could say about Mr. Conte, it could be a lot, it's the 12 k- kilometers around the cheese dairy maximum distance for collecting milk. It does preserve therefore some very specific dairy area.
2: And, and so this system is improving the villages that participate, correct? Uh, it helps the families?
3: Yes, de- definitely. And when you talk a village like in our know, village, about 400 people, a thousand herd of cattle, not many economic activity. Uh, the, the cheese dairy plays much more than just the cheese dairy. It's a meeting place. People come to buy their cheese, their milk, their cream, and even now we do a, we do a, a deposit for uh, for a baguette for bread. Uh, because it's it's really an important place uh, for for people to meet, so it has a very big role.
2: Absolutely, and and are there new generations of cheesemakers, uh, affineurs and farmers coming to Conte?
3: Not easy, but of course, of course, as Conte is so successful, it does motivate. Okay, young kids, youngs to take over a farm and to become a, a cheesemaker. Nevertheless, they must understand also our past, where do we come from? Because Conte hasn't been that success all the time, so it's very important when they come into the business, whoever they are, uh, chief cave, cheesemaker or farmer, that, that it's very important to transmit and to explain where do we come from, because it hasn't been like this all the time.
2: All right, everyone, you're listening to Cutting the Curd here with Kara Warren on the Heritage Radio Network, and we'll be right back.
1: This episode of Cutting the Curd is brought to you by Comté Cheese Association. Comté Cheese Association represents the Comté PDO, Comté Protected Designation of Origin, in the USA. Comté is a raw milk cooked pressed cheese from the Jura Mountains of France, There, every day, 2,500 family farms deliver milk to over 150 local cheesemaking facilities, or fritiers. This milk must be transformed into Comté within 24 hours of milking to preserve the lactic microflora in the milk, ensuring the cheese's aromatic potential. About 105 gallons of milk are required to craft a single wheel of Comté. Comté takes time to acquire its flavors in the affinage cellars, After eight months of aging by dedicated affineurs on average, each wheel of Comté is graded and shipped to market. No wheel of Comté is the same. Its flavors speak to the pastures where the cows grazed, the season in which it was made, the particular craftsmanship of the cheesemaker, and the time spent in the aging cellar. Therefore, every wheel of Comté is unique. Learn more about Comté An iconic cheese from the Jura Mountains of France, favored by cheesemongers and cheese lovers all over the world. Find out more at comte-usa.com. That's comte-usa.com.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Cutting the Curd on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm your host, Kara Warren. And on the second half of our Conte episode, I have Jean-Louis Carbonnier, and he is a representative of the Comté PDO. Uh, Jean-Louis, welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you, Kara. Thank you for having me on board. Yeah, I, well, I'm super excited to have you here on our, our Comté episode because I really want to take a look from, from your angle now about what does it mean for Conte, like, what is How is it a unique cheese as compared to
4: other aged cheeses? Well, well, you're asking the right person. <laughs> That's um, what I think, too. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah. I mean, you know, Conte is simply a great thing. You know, Conte is something that most French people grow up with. You know, it's the um, the number one a PDO in France so Conte enjoys a special place in everybody's um, hearts and everybody's home. I mean you, you if you go to the market you can buy Conte typically most um, cheese stores and even you know the cheese stores on markets as well will offer not just one Conte, but maybe two or three different Contes, depending on the time of year, depending on the season. But, you know, Conte is a lot of things, really, and people buy it to eat on its own or to cook with it. Uh, It's a, you know, it's truly a very important cheese. And uh, the other side of the, the, another side of the picture is that it comes from a very specific uh, region, which is the the, the the what we call the massif du Jura so the mountains of the Jura region um in eastern France on the border of Switzerland and this area is very specific and very um uh, crucial to comté its where comté was born it's where the craft of making comté evolved over hundreds and hundreds of years and this is where you know co- where Conte producers continue to strive, whether it is the, the farmers who produce milk for Conte, the uh, cheesemakers who transform the milk into Conte, or what we call affineurs, who are responsible for aging those wheels of Conte and then bringing them to market um, and shipping them to um, many countries around the world. Yeah. So it's it's very important. It's unique, and we haven't even talked about the the um, organoleptic characteristics of Conte. So as you can see, there are tons of reasons why Conte is so unique. Ah! Wow. Okay. Wait. Can
2: you tell us about those characteristics as well? Because I'm curious.
4: Well, of course. Um, it it is. In fact. Um, of a, um, it's both a simple question and a long question.
2: I, uh, <laughs> give us our best one-on-one answer.
4: <laughs> yeah. You know, first of all, what's, what's very important, you know, Conte is, is, is a, um, a protected designation of origin. It means that it's made by multiple, uh, I would say, multiple people um, it's made throughout the region by about 140 uh, fruitiers, so 140 cheesemakers. It involves about 3,000 farmers. And then the affinage is carried out by 13 or 14 companies. So mm-hmm. it creates a cheese with multiple facets, depending on where the milk comes from, depending on the on the. On the cheesemaker, depending on affinage techniques, that's one set of characteristics. Then you also have the time of year when the milk is collected. And, the, the, you know, the characteristics of the milk itself vary uh, enormously, even from one, uh, one spot. You know, throughout the course of mm-hmm. the year, the milk will vary um, in its um, in its fat content, uh, in its protein content, and so on, and also in terms of the um, of the um, uh, what do you call it of the uh, microorganisms that will, mm. that will that will that um, uh, will be in- integral to the transformation of milk into cheese. Um, so, as you see, there are many characteristics. So overall, you know we. Um, you know, we have identified. I mean, when I say we, I would say um, everybody in uh, who works for Conté within the the special tasting committees, if you like, they've identified mm-hmm. over eighty aroma descriptors for Conté. It doesn't mean that each Conté will have all of them, but each Conté is going to have a, a spectrum of aroma characteristics that will distinguish. It from other Conte's, and as, and also very importantly, the same comté, if you will, from the same place of production, uh, made with the same milk from the same farmers, will be very different throughout the year. So oh, wow. I, I think for people who enjoy Conte and, and eat Conte regularly, part of the fun is to appreciate that even though Conte is, is one, you could say, it's also incredibly diverse and and and, um, and 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 changing, you know it's not it's not at all like an industrial product where you expect consistency um, over Certainly. time. with Conte, you simply don't expect consistency. I mean the, you expect consistency in the presentation of the cheese, if you will, but mm-hmm. in terms of its taste, of its aromas, you expect it to vary over time, you know. And this is the role, I would say, of a cheesemonger is to select contes and be knowledgeable about them to present them to the customers. But also for a specific cheesemonger to select contes that maybe represent um, certain certain overall characteristics and certainly to have contes that will be young contes um, that, that are more lactic, if you like, and mm-hmm. also all the Conte's that have um, flavors, you know, of, of I would say, um, a bit more vegetal, a bit more roasted, uh, some nuts and so on. So it's a, it's an enormous panel of, um, of, uh, of aromas right there.
2: Yeah. And I, I'm curious, what advice can you offer to the cheesemongers um, in the United States when it comes to choosing um, the levels of Conte's? Or working with their distributors, what advice can you give them about choosing the Conte?
4: Well, you know, the best advice I can give them is to become um, thoroughly familiar with Comté and um, and don't take it for a for a commercial pitch, but make mm-hmm. Conte one of their priorities, because you know, like other cheeses. Um, you want the cheese to um, to rotate uh, in, in a steady fashion, which allows a cheesemonger to to carry a bit more of that particular cheese, and therefore makes it possible to offer a broader selection and become better versed in uh, in the in Conte, uh, itself. So. You know, this is the key in some ways. And what we see with the top cheesebongers is that they have spent time with affineurs in France. Um, some of them work with the affiners to select uh, certain cheeses that they like or certain fruitiers that they like um, and define with the affineur the type of conté they like. And mm-hmm. then they can develop a special relationship with the source, I would almost say. And this is really key. Of course, not everybody can do that. But I think if you make Conte more of a presence and get a stronger, I would say a stronger following, it makes it more possible to become more specific um, with the Conte, with what you're looking for and what you're buying as a, um, a cheesemonger. Um, but again... You know, you want you don't want to buy wheels of Conte that are just sitting on the counter. You want you know, you want to sure. um, you want real sell through so that you're also selling a cheese that's that's fresh, if you like, um, that that is a, a cheese that is very expressive. And mm-hmm. you know, I would say to answer your question, really, it's how invested you are in Conte. Um, because at the end of the day, all of this allows a cheesemonger to uh, to bring to the consumer something that's a bit more special.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I was curious as well to um, say there is a cheesemonger or a consumer that is um, uh, a big time fan of Conte. How do you suggest? Is it best to reach out through Instagram or is there an email? Do you do you prefer people do that or do they should they just uh, stick with the cheese shops? I'm you know I'm I'm just curious. Like say I know the website is actually very nice. It has a lot of interesting facts. Do you suggest people go there for more information about Conte?
4: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's a good place. Um, it's a good place. And again, I think from a consumer uh, perspective, it's really worth it to go and travel to the Conte. Region. And to understand more about the cheese, you know, I think we see the same thing with cheese as we do with wine. The more, um, the more a consumer develops proximity with with a wine or with a cheese, the more they are going to enjoy it because they, they they they'll start to understand what is so special about this particular cheese, and we can talk about it as much as we want. But I think having the experience of being there um, gives a consumer a greater appreciation and a greater understanding of what it is and what to expect from it and what to, to look for when they get uh, when they get Comté,
2: I I totally agree with you. Um, I'm looking forward to one day visiting uh, myself. Um, so let's just say um, we have uh, some cheesemongers and consumers that are interested, at least, in uh, replicating the Jura region in the way that of cooking. Is there a special regional dish that someone could try to make at home here in the U.S.?
4: Well. You know, I was thinking about this earlier on my way, um, and I realized that when you go to the region, you have Conte at every meal. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 uh, you know, especially in the region, it's a it's a, it's a presence in in what people eat. Um, it you know, people buy it in fairly large quantities. You know, when you go to a cheese store in the Conte region people buy at least a pound or two pounds of Conte wow. in addition <laughs> to other cheeses that they buy.
2: Yeah, you that's know, amazing. Have,
4: yeah, but, um, you know, and that's a little bit of a, of, a, of a side story, if you will. But there's a huge difference between cheese consumption in France and cheese consumption in the U.S., and um for me as a Frenchman who lives in the US, I continue to um uh to 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 make sure that I eat cheese almost every day. I mean it's part of my I would almost say it's my part of my diet, but it's also part of what I enjoy um when I am at the table or when I want a snack and so on. You know, cheese is a very major uh component of of um, of a French person's lifestyle, um, you know, as long as they are not, um, as long as they eat cheese, of course, you know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of special dishes, I mean, some of the classics would be, or one of the classic is 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 fondue, you know. Um, sure. Which uh, I think is 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 uh, experiencing a bit of a of a renaissance in in the u.s more interest is coming back to to fondue and that's quite that's always fun but conté lends itself very well to making fondue Um, you can use different types of of contes also what's very interesting is that depending on the age of conté the consistency and the texture of the fondue is going to be a little bit different so, oh, interesting! There's a lot about fondue. You know, it's a it's also a very interesting dish, but it's a um, it's a reasonably easy dish to prepare, and it's always a fun a fun dish. And this is something that you find very commonly in um, in the Jura region. I mean, granted, it's more of a you know, it's a bit of a rustic dish, but mm-hmm. you know, it uh, it's a very enjoyable dish. In, in terms of more sophisticated things, people will do uh, chicken with uh, with with a conte or with a sauce that that incorporates conte and and maybe with the addition of a few uh, slices of truffles. Um, but as you can um, perceive, you know, conte is going to be part of just almost any and every dish. Not to mention that um, I think a lot of it is eaten um, just as it is, you know? Sure.
2: No, I mean, it is the, I think it's such a universal cheese, like you mentioned with the fondue, melting it over potatoes, cooking it with chicken, um, and and then just to eat it every day with say an apple. I mean, it's exactly that. And it, it just really comes down to, I think, understanding, what flavors you like in your Conte, because like you mentioned before, there's several ages, there's different affineurs. So I I encourage our listeners to buy several kinds of Conte at this point and try them back to back, do the vertical tasting and see for themselves, which do I like? You know, that's just, I I think that that's the most important thing with a cheese like Conte is figure out what you like best.
4: Yeah, that's what you described, but also developing a relationship with the cheesemonger, you know, especially with the cheese stores. Um, it may be a little bit more expensive there, but um, as a consumer, this is where you, you you can get advice and this is where you can explain to the monger, okay, this is I like the conte you're getting, this is what I like about it. And do you have other contes I can try and, and establish a dialogue about about Conte in particular?
2: Yeah, it's even better. It's if you have a cheese store nearby, I agree. That's the best way to do it. Um, I wanted to see with you, Jean-Louis, um, in terms of wine and spirit pairings for Conte, do you have any great suggestions for for a young to a more aged version of Conte? What
4: fits best for um, in the wine and spirits category? Well, um, you know, I would say, as uh, in my experience, if you, if you have a young Conte, that's more lactic and, and fresh in flavor, I would say. Um, a light red wine or a, a, a crisp, bright uh, w- white wine work well. Um, with all the you're looking for something that is maybe a little bit more developed in terms of, of the maturity of the wine or maybe a bit more um, sophisticated, maybe a, a, a white burgundy with a, a little bit of age would be a great, uh, a, a great combination. Um, and then, of course, um, wines such as, I would say, um, uh, port, uh, you know, wines that, mm-hmm. that are generally considered dessert wines could, can be a good match, especially with more assertive cheeses. Um, sure. however, I must say that in my experience one of the, uh, one of the, um, one of the most exciting pairings I've had with Conte um, was was Conte you know Conte that was a li- that a little bit of age but not maybe not terribly old Conte maybe 14, 15 months Conte um, with, um, with Vinjaune from the Jura. And mm-hmm. is a very dry uh, wine, but it's also a wine that has very interesting aromas. I would almost say of of walnut. Uh, um, it has a real crispness to it. It it um, it, it combines ex- ex- exceptionally well with Conte. I mean, it's one of the best. Combinations I have um, I have had. Um, one could suggest other wines from the Jura. Um, Vins Jaune can be a little bit difficult to find, um, but one one finds um, uh, Jura wines that are made with Savagnin, which is one of the of the indigenous grape varieties of the Jura region, and these wines go really well. You know, or the traditional Jura wines that are that can be blends of Savagnin and Chardonnay um, work well. Those traditional wines, the Côte du Jura, for example, um, are something Mm -hmm. worth trying because they offer an an aromatic profile that's fairly distinctive and that is not found um, in other wines.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan of the wine valley in the Jura region. I I think the wines complement cheese extraordinarily well. um, And and to have its home cheese, Comté, it's just... It's perfect. So I, yeah. I, th- I thank you for those suggestions because that's that's exactly what I want people to learn about
4: with with cheese and pairing. Um, yeah, but you know I I should say that we've also done some tastings with with beer. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, for example, uh, we did a tasting with 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 um, sour beers from Belgium, and th- this was a very interesting combination. You know, again because you have. These are beers that are, that are that that are um, that have good acidity, and they make for an interesting uh, combination. They also tend to have a little bit of uh, of rusticity to them, um, and even some of those that are that are uh, that are flavoured with um, raspberry or cherry can be very interesting, as long as they are not too sweet. Um, yeah. So there are many many possibilities, and frankly, I think um, we always try to, uh, to tell consumers to experiment with different things and see what works and, and see what appeals to them. Um, and, and there are many, many possibilities at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, I don't know. No, that's, again, another good reason to, to eat Conte. It's just it's so likable. Um, I, I wanted to move on now to um, the Conte scholarship. Um, I understand it's an opportunity to win a cash scholarship and a, tri- a trip to the Conte region. Um, who is this intended for and, and
4: what should they do to, to apply? Well, um, first of all, this is a program that we do with the American Cheese Society, Um so the American Cheese Society comprises, uh, at its when it started, uh, American artisanal cheese makers, cheese producers. Um, mm-hmm. Over time, this is this the society has has come to become a place for, I would say. N- not everyone, but. Um, but for people mostly from the trade, with a strong interest in in cheese, especially in artisanal cheese, but not just um, those that are produced in America, but also artisanal cheeses from other places, and that that is why we we um, we've been involved with this organization. Um, so we started this program, this this um, scholarship. After the ACS initiated a program to certify uh, cheese um, cheesemongers, um, yes, you know yeah. this is one thing that, of course, sets sets um, um, how sets France apart. Let's say from the United States. At this point, is that in in France, being a cheesemonger is a well-established. Um, craft. You know, we even have um, a special designation called MOF, which is the best craftsman of France uh, that has Mm -hmm. existed since the 50s. And within this organization, there's a category for cheesemongers because the skills of a cheesemonger, you know, the, the the, the, the knowledge that that one must have as a cheesemonger is is recognized you know in a, in a in an official way it's a big you know so when somebody goes to a cheese store, they know they are going to be speaking to a a professional now this is something that that does not exist um, in America, so the ACS started. With a program that's that's fairly basic, but at least it encourages people who want who want to receive a, a CCP designation, to learn, a, you know, quite a bit about cheese and to take a um to take a, um, a test, if you will, and so yeah. on. But it, ultimately, the idea is that. It, it's, it's a form of motiv- motivation, but also the goal is that if you go to some stores and you're dealing with one of these CCPs, they are mm-hmm. going to be eager to help you. And typically there they will also be people on whom you, one can rely on because they have they have uh, gathered information. you know they've learned information. Some of them have traveled to cheese regions. some of them have, uh, have, have worked. Uh, um in pro, in the, in cheese production and so on so for us it was very interesting and very important to recognize you know the need for this kind of education so that being a cheesemonger becomes a profession you know it's not just somebody who does that and is in and out but it's somebody who's going to make a career out of being a cheesemonger so this is where this is how we develop this program And this program is open to um, to cheesemongers or it's a little broader than cheesemongers, but people who have passed the CCP exam that that is set up by the American Cheese Society. And this is something that they um, that 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 takes place every year. And we mm-hmm. offer all CCPs. I mean, not just the last crop, but we uh, we are we open the scholarship to all CCPs. And typically, um, the uh, the scholarship includes a a small stipend as well mm-hmm. as um, uh, as a visit to the Conte region. I see.
2: And, and then I noticed also they have to write a short essay um, answering a few questions about the current marketplace, which I thought was actually a great way to see their insight um, yes, being as their cheesemongers and CCP people. So that's that's excellent. I, I hope you get some um,
4: some really cool essays from this. Yeah, we, we do get some interesting essays. And also, I should say, um, th- those CCP's who have traveled with us have, have always been very um, you know, very in- interesting and also interested in-, in exploring the world of cheese further. And for them, you know, Conte is is part of what they're going to, to learn. Um, I have to say that we feel, as I explained earlier on, you know, Conte is the number one PDO in France, in the sense that this is the, the the cheese from a protected designation of origin that is the the most consumed in France. You know, I'm not talking about the broad market because there are other cheeses, typically more industrial cheeses that are consumed in much larger quantities than Comte. But in many ways, Comte is recognized as a as a leader, and certainly the the way it is organized, the way the PDO functions, is 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 considered with a lot of respect, I would say, throughout the Conte world, um, because, you know, there are many, there's a lot of solidarity, I would say, within the, the, within the Comté sector and so on, so Comté is very important, and it's a and I would say it's an it's an example of many inter, interesting things when it comes to cheese. Um, it is made with raw milk, for example. The way the cheese is made, etc. So there, the affinage, the aging of cheese, another aspect of cheese making that is of great interest to uh, cheesemongers in general. So we really felt it was important that we participate. In this effort to um, to to educate um, uh, cheese mongers.
2: No, I, I really thank you for championing the, the cheesemonger. I um, I think you are the first producer on the program since I hosted who really has mentioned cheesemongers to this level. And um, I applaud you for that because it is such an important part of uh, the cheese system. Um, and there are so many great cheesemongers out there and, and they need to hear that. So thank you, Jean-Louis. And um, uh, I just want to say thank you for coming on Cutting the Cur today. This has been great.
4: Yes, thank you very much, Kara. And um, I, I, I think I would just like to mention that we, I think we, we, we have a video on our website th- that shows a French cheesemonger by the name of Marc Janin. and it's very interesting because being a cheesemonger is being knowledgeable about cheese, but it's also about about the service that the cheesemonger gives to consumers and the relationships that are established at the store level and this is something that i think is very is very important to understand and this is also something that i feel can help develop the market for artisanal cheeses
2: yeah no totally it's absolutely true um well i i just want to say to the listeners out there um if you'd like to follow Conte, please follow them on Instagram at Conte underscore USA. Um, if you'd like to apply to the scholarship, especially if you're a CCP, uh, please go to Conte-USA.com slash events slash Conte-Scholarship. Um, and if you'd like to follow us at Cutting the Curd, please follow us or myself at Carawarn. And please listen and subscribe to Cutting the Curd via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Jean-Louis, I just want to say thank you again for coming on the program and And uh, hope you listen to us next time. Thanks and eat
1: more cheese. Cutting the Curd is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. For our freshest content, subscribe to our newsletter. Enter your email at the bottom of our website, heritageradionetwork.org. Connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at heritage underscore radio.